How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. <laughs> I it just really got really at, what? I'm just looking at myself in the in the camera and it's just not good. What's happening? I'm wearing like this like terry cloth onesie that I wear. I'm just like really like lo- fully lying down in bed. You're yeah, completely prone in bed like a like a Victorian tuberculosis victim. I mean, that's nice. A, a nice way to put it. I mean, I really I look like um I look like one of the 400 pound sisters not that i'm not body shaming like spiritually is what i mean I see, I you see. know what i mean like that's uh, what i'm that's the energy you have a 400 pound spirit i get it for sure or the, sorry thousand pound sisters wow that's quite a lot of pounds well it's combined it's still 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 uh, I also feel like a thousand pound sister because I um, had a bacon egg and cheese on a bagel for breakfast this morning. Oh, that sounds good. Where'd you get it? Bell's. John went to Bell's uh, and got it. I have, I, I'm honestly just eating too many bagels nowadays since LA has all these fancy bagels places have sprung up around the city and I try them all and I'm just eating too many bagels. I love bagels so much, but I haven't been to any of the fancy bagel places. Uh, Bell's is my favorite. Is that That's the one the, in Highland Park? It's the one in Highland Park. Last weekend, I went to Courage, which is oh, a I new... Oh, I that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's across the street from Squirrel on Virgil. Uh, I had to wait for over an hour to get a bagel. See, that's why I don't go to them because they, they usually have these long waits and stuff. And I'm just like, I can't. It's bullshit. I mean, Bell, Bell's, you can order online and pick it up and you don't have to wait at all. Um, Courage, it also like, and I think this is just, the th- in LA or any of cities where tourists go and now tourists are coming back. I swear to God, everyone that was waiting in line with me at Courage was like a European tourist. It was so strange. Well, people want to see the big city of LA. The bagel. Yeah. I mean, everyone from all over the world comes to LA to eat bagels. 
I know. Well, according to the New York Times that everyone got mad about. Oh, that, that, uh, Aggie, you've hit the nail on the head. That's exactly why all these tourists were there was that, that article in the New York Times. Yeah. But this um, is the thing. I don't, yeah, I'm not, I don't know how I feel about this, like, LA bagel boom. I, it sounds dumb, but I swear the, the old school bagels I've had from LA have just really not been up to, up to par. Yeah. But I mean, I just don't want to have to go and like stand on a line and wait. I mean, just the whole vibe of, of no, I gotta... this just stresses me out. Um, but yeah, if you're in the city, go to Bell's, order ahead. You won't have to wait. Bacon, egg and cheese. And then it comes with Shalom sauce, which is a garlic aioli. It's very good. Huh. All right, maybe I'll get some for the this weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. What else? I am drinking my second cold brew of the day, which is rare. Mm, yeah, I've got a cold brew. I've got the last dregs of a cold brew on the other side of the room mm. that I'm thinking I will get to you soon, my dear. Mine has hemp milk in it, which I think hemp milk is the most disgusting of the milks. It has I'm to. I'm not be. a hemp milk fan, no don't like it mine has oat milk in it which you told me was actually really bad for you but what can i say i love it it's tasty yeah oat milk it's i read some article where it was like the way that they process it all of the oats just instantly turn into sugar but they don't have to report it as sugar on the nutritional information so it's this whole scam because it's so sweet yeah i actually speaking of east coast favorites or maybe not New York, but I think possibly. But I went to Dunkin' Donuts the other day, which mm. is a fave of my mm. college, like dirtbag, true, like true, like desperation and like tragedy, like of my twenties. Like I would love nothing more than to fucking get a like a bagel, a shitty bagel, and a nice coffee. Um, before I got on the train, which sounds so disgusting now. Anyway. Oh, no, it's like, I mean, in New York or Chicago or Boston, of course, it's such a, it's one of the greatest things about living in one of those cities is just getting a big Dunkin' iced coffee on the way to the train and then eating your disgusting egg sandwich or donut, like, in, on the subways. I know, like, the the croissant sandwiches there, like, all their shit. And, like, the iced coffee, it really is bad. It really is bad. But, like, it's like Hershey's chocolate or something. It's one of those things that you can understand that it's not good, but it just, it's, it's nothing else tastes like it. Yeah. And it is just so perfect when you want it. And especially in LA, I hadn't had it for years. And then we just got Dunkin' Donuts here, like fairly recently. The one in, yeah, the one in my neighborhood opened up like maybe three or four years ago. And that was one of the first ones in LA, I think. Yeah, I think it was too. And I, even then I didn't really go, but there's just, there's a drive through on my way to work. Oh, there you go is sort of irresistible to, I mean, it's not because I hadn't, I had resisted it until this point, but I went the other day and got one. And now I'm like, oh, I have to like leave for work an hour early or like not an hour, like 15 minutes early now. So I can like start getting my iced coffees. I mean, but that'll really, that'll really fuel you up. Those Dunkin' iced coffees. Yeah. That'll jack me up and get me ready to take on the day. The last few times I've been to Dunkin', because I don't go often, but yeah, there is one like very close to me. So when the good bakery in my neighborhood down the street from Duncan has like a line out the door. I'll sometimes just go to Duncan instead. It just, it just feels so dirty. Yeah. But the, and it's like, I can't believe I can do this whenever I want. When I go to Duncan. You can, you're an adult. Yeah. Uh, I've been 
ordering cold brew though because they started doing cold brew but it doesn't taste like good cold brew so i feel like i should just order the the traditional iced coffee from duncan i think that's what's that's what they succeed at that's what i get but i did get mine with oat milk oh yeah i did too last time pretty good it's yeah it's not bad it's not bad everything is pretty good there except the donuts i don't think donuts are well la has what many people don't know but like an incredible donut scene like we have the best like mini mall donut places oh yeah nothing like Um, that and they're kind of it's like an out like in chicago they say that there are more independently owned hot dog stands than like mcdonald's or whatever Mm. and i think that we might have more like independently owned donut places than mcdonald's like we have a lot of donut places here yeah there's tons of them uh and they're all good they're all so good um there's a, a great documentary if anyone's interested i think it's just called donut king and it's about um one cambodian immigrant who came to la in the 70s or 80s and basically started all of the or started the first independently owned donut shop in la and then because of his success hundreds of Cambodian immigrants came and sort of followed in his footsteps. And now most of the donut shops in LA are owned by Cambodian immigrants. Yeah. You did tell me about this before. I should watch it because I do love donuts. They're tasty. Um, I think actually today is, I, I might be wrong on this. I saw it briefly on Twitter. I think today is international donut day. Don't quote me on that. I think you're right. I think I got a notification from Dunkin' Donuts that was like, you can get a free donut today. And I was like, don't tell me, Dunkin', because I go to you now. And the only good, sorry to keep talking about Dunkin', the only good donut they had at Dunkin', I thought was the French cruller. And I think they got rid of it. No, they have. Well, maybe. The French cruller is like, it's like a wavy circle. Yeah, it's like, it's like a wavy circle and it's super light. It's like, it's almost like a beignet. The cruller is, a cruller to me tastes like it has egg in it. It might, it might. Um, yeah, to me, like even a bad donut is pretty good. Sure. Um, but yeah, like if you need, if you're in LA and you're trying to get donuts, go to basically any independently owned donut place and you'll get a better donut than Dunkin'. But if you need to go and like relive your college years and get like a giant iced coffee with like a bunch of granulated sugar just lying on the bottom, like in a film, then go to Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, I, that it is pretty amazing. Like the sort of 90s coffee culture is still alive in Donut. Like they're in Dunkin'. There's no, I don't think they ever have invented or they've never put simple syrup in. They Dunkin'. don't know how and they won't yeah. do it. No, and it's that, yeah, that gra- that bottom granulation of the, the sugar. It's, oh, it's great, it's great, it's great. It's really good. Uh, but we should move on from- Yeah, let's do it. Stuff that has nothing to do with goop. Gwyneth- We really have less to do with Well, I guess six degrees of separation here. Gwyneth went out with Ben Affleck 25 years ago. Yeah. And Ben Affleck loves Duncan. So by the transit of- property of whatever donuts Donuts. um this is right on topic does he really love duncan yeah he's photographed like every day with a giant duncan right i didn't i remember during the pandemic they kept getting he and uh what's her name from anadarmas anadarmas kept getting photographed with something in their hands i couldn't remember what it was but it was duncan i guess oh yeah yeah 
he's got a real well I always think of Dunkin Donuts as being like a very Boston thing even though I got into it in Chicago you in New York no but it's Uh, very it's very Boston like Boston you think New York and Chicago have a lot of Dunkins you go to Boston and there's literally you know one on every block man I would love to go sometimes I maybe it's just because I watched the first two episodes of Mayor of Easttown which don't take place in, in a setting like this but like Sometimes I get an urge to go to like a real city, you know what I mean? Like a gritty, like, like Chicago, like go back to Chicago, oh, yeah. or like go visit Boston or something, someplace like that. Like that's not glamorous. It just like sucks and it gets really cold <laughs> and whatever. It's not, I mean, yeah, deep, deep into summer here. I'm all, I, I get a little, you know, nostalgic for, for some East coast weather. Yeah. Uh, but then I would get sick of it. I know, I know myself too well. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. I like the glitz and the glamour. Yeah, I need the glamorous, the bright lights of the big city of Los Angeles, baby. The city of angels. Yeah. Uh, have you been following Goop's uh, Instagram account this week? No. They posted a little meme of Gwyneth and Ben Affleck to drum up some publicity. Oh, I did this, yeah. It was cute. It was just um, that famous picture of Ben Affleck kissing Gwyneth Paltrow on the cheek and she's like looking away and like rolling her eyes. Yeah. And then it said uh, under her Gemini season and under him Mercury Mercury's in retrograde or something. Some astrology thing. Something like that. Yeah, no, I did see it. I did see it. Um, I was actually very intrigued by this um, sandwich that they posted this like flatbread sandwich oh the sabich yeah yeah this will um come into play on (laughs) in the newsletters well when i clicked through all right we can talk about it later i have some instagram stuff on mine too yeah like the whole i i'm getting i think i need to just change up my sort of research process every week doing this podcast because i've been so reliant on the newsletters and the emails and the website and yeah. now there is so much stuff that they're doing on Instagram and TikTok. I think we're I just, so old. I know we're so old. It's, it's so sad. It's really sad. Like who? I, I mean, and I'm sure some, a lot of our listeners are probably younger than us. Some, you know, some of our listeners are probably our age or older, but uh, yeah, I'm like, okay, this, they, they are fine. They are pivoting away from these email newsletters and we need to do the same thing. We need to get, we need to get with what the kids are doing. And that mm-hmm. is TikTok. And I'm on TikTok. I go on, said many times on this podcast, I have more than once been on TikTok staring into the void until my phone died. Just <laughs> transfixed, which is really, really, really sad. It, but it's happened to me more than once. And you're not the only one, you know, millions of people. I, I just rarely look, like literally the only thing I look at the, the only thing I look at on TikTok is Goop. I follow, that is the only account that I follow. And then Instagram, I will go on a, a couple times a week to just check out like the the restaurants that I want to eat at. And that's basically what I use Instagram for. I don't know. Yeah, Instagram, I open like sometimes absent-mindedly mindedly, and I'm I'm just sort of like, I don't even know what's on there. Like right now I'm trying to find something that I found before, but I don't always, I'm just sort of like, oh, whatever. And it just looks like a bunch of garbage to me. And like some, and everything on there looks like really cheap and sad. Yeah. 
Um, or it's just like my friends, like kids and stuff. And I'm just like, okay. Um, or I'm like, that's great. Whatever. You know, I'm, I like my friends anyway. Um, but TikTok, when I open TikTok, I'm like, I, it's, it's late at night. TikTok is something I only am allowed to open in bed, like at night. And I'm just like, this is, I'm going down my dark path now. Like yeah. I am going, I am doing my bad thing. Like I'm crossing the threshold. I'm eating the apple. Like I am making the deal with the devil. And I know I'm like, I hope I get out of here in an hour, but I don't know. And then I just go and I'm just like, Ooh, I'm just fucking going. It's scary. Like the, those, yeah, phone apps at night. Cause I will, you know, try to get to bed at a reasonable hour. But if I, if I open one of those things, I'm gone. Yeah. Gone for like at least a half an hour. And then, you know, it wakes me up. And then I, I try to do my nighttime routine, but then I also like, I'm trying to read at least a little bit every night in bed, but then I'm like, well, it's already super late. So I should just try to go to sleep. And then um, Detransition Baby, still, I'm still not finished with it, even though it's a really good book. Well, there's other stuff going on in the world, like TikTok, Instagram, yeah. Twitter. Twitter is for the morning and TikTok is for the night. Yeah, Twitter's my my real apple of knowledge temptation. Um, Twitter is like a good cup of, and I like Twitter because I, I don't, I'm not active on it, but the people that I follow are like, my age or older they're like normal people like they seem like they're fucked up but yeah on tiktok it's just really disturbing and they're all really young and they're like if you're 26 you're old fuck you and then they just like do a dance while they're wearing like sweatpants in like some weird mcmansion that someone rented for them to do it and it's really fucked up and then and it's that and then it's just like here's a bunch of serial killers and then it's just like here's this most disgusting recipe you've ever seen in your life and then the same weird like dance they're all doing over and over and over again and I just keep on watching it I don't know mm. um did you did you see the goop like vi like quote-unquote viral recipes that they were trying to do on TikTok viral well, they're not actually viral, but they're they're jumping onto like the sheet pan recipe thing on TikTok. I know, but I did think that they're well, I'll talk to you about recipes when okay. we talk about oh, yeah, recipes. yeah. Whatever the hell sandwich was called. Hang on, let me see. I really should incorporate goop into my nightly tragedy because at least then I'll be getting something done. Yeah. And they, oh. they're, they're getting pretty prolific on TikTok. They're doing a new one at least every day, I think. Oh, I think this looks pretty good. The chickpeas, sweet potato, cauliflower, sheet pan. That one looked, that one looks pretty good. Um, the one that looked sort of interesting was the, uh, the spinach artichoke dip one where they used an entire block of feta. But it's a dip. It's a, it's a dip, which makes the whole, I feel like the whole thing with these sheet pan recipes is supposed to be, it's, it's making like an entree simpler than cooking an entree in, you know, multiple vessels, like a normal recipe, but making a dip, you're only using like a, even if it, a spinach artichoke dip, you put it in the oven anyway, in like a casserole dish normally. So putting it on a sheet pan 
is just making it more complicated because then you're going to have to transfer it to the casserole dish. So I, I just don't understand what the point of a sheet pan dip is, I guess. You know, some people are just of the wrong generation for TikTok. Yes, that is very true. And then they said it was vegetable forward, but it's like, forward. it's exactly, it's, it's using all of the, I mean, I guess it has yogurt instead of mayonnaise and sour cream or whatever, but then an entire block of feta. That, I mean, feta is like one of the hardest to digest cheeses out there. Is me. it? Do you think? For me personally? Yes. I mean, it might not be true for everybody. I always think, I mean, maybe it's just a placebo effect or something, but if I'm doing like a sheep's milk feta, it's easier to digest than any like cow's milk cheese. I, no, not for me. I think that like goat and I think those, I mean, they're not supposed to be, but like, I don't digest those well either. Hmm. Hmm. I really don't digest Starbucks frappuccinos well. I had my, I had a frappuccino for the first time in, I don't know, two years. And it was really rough on my stomach, like terribly. Oh my God. Never again. What kind did you get? The new, it was a strawberry funnel cake. <laughs> was it good? I've, I've seen that on the menu and I've been uh, It was fine. I like strawberry flavored things. I basically, I was, it was before a movie and I was going to go to Pinkberry and get a frozen yogurt and none of the flavors at Pinkberry look good. And they still aren't doing self-serve at Pinkberry. Which, They've never done that. Yeah. The one in Burbank was. At Pinkberry? Yeah. yeah. Self-serve? Yeah. That's why I would always like to go there. Pinkberry? Mm-hmm. Pinkberry. Some of the branches were self-serve. Some were not. The one in Burbank, as far as I know, always was until COVID. And now huh. it's like, I don't want them. I don't want them to do it for me. I've never done self-serve at a Pinkberry. It's the only way to do it, I think. I've never been to one that had that. Well, maybe maybe none of them will anymore. Maybe this one permanently is going to go back go to because the one this sorry this is more fucking local bullshit. But the one in Silver Lake has always been not self-serve, but the one in Burbank was self-serve. The majority of them, and then the one in Hollywood has always been not self-serve and i thought that they were i thought that was what made them different and honestly i've never had a problem with that <laughs> no i like to do it myself i like to do it myself anyway i did didn't go to pinkberry went to starbucks instead took me 20 took them 20 minutes to and it was you know blame the employees it was busy but it took mm -hmm. me 20 minutes to get my frappuccino and then i just sucked it down oh my god before the movie and it was 24 hours of hell after that. I'll tell you that. Oh my God. Yeah, I got a frappuccino not that long ago too, but it didn't really have, I got a light one. So it just kind of didn't, it was just kind of mostly yeah. like ice. I should have done that. Yeah, it was just a caramel one. Um, but I do, did, was there coffee in it? This is what I don't understand about that. Yeah, there was coffee. So it, it had like, like a ribbon of strawberry and then it had like little chunks of dough I don't know but then it was other than that it was like a normal coffee flavored frappuccino it tasted pretty good I mean it's just you know sugar and coffee and stuff uh and it's season I don't know I, I I'm a sucker for anything seasonal um but it's not it's not something that you need to rush out and try and I I doubt that it's gonna like be a permanent fixture on the Starbucks summer menu. 
my two cents. Interesting. So interesting. Sorry, I'm still hung up on this self-serve Pinkberry thing. I'm just shocked. But so I you mean, never yeah. got Pinkberry before a movie at the AMC in Burbank? Uh, no, I guess I didn't know that there was one in that little area. Where... Right, yeah, right, right across the thing from the movie theater. Um, no, I guess not. At the, I guess I never went to that Pinkberry. Hmm. Okay. Um, anything else on the docket before we jump to the newsletters? No, I have. No, no, no. Yeah, let's do it then. Okay. What was your best of the week? <laughs> Okay, so my best of the week was like also an Instagram thing, and it came for me on my Explore page, which is an Whoa. absolutely disgusting mess of just like viral recipes, Golden Girls clips, and some Gwyneth Paltrow stuff, basically. That's what's I, on my Explore page. I wish that was on my Explore. My Explore page is extremely homophobic. It's it's, it's all based on what you look at. No, I. It's all naked, like next to naked guys, and I swear I don't. I like I don't search for naked guys on Instagram, and it's I. I don't understand what my why my and it's not it's like it's like body it's like not even sorry like it's not even the type of guys that I'd be interested in. It's like bodybuilder people. It's so weird. My explore page. That's so. I mean, mine is stuff. Like, I definitely follow a lot of, like, Golden Girls fan because I'm so stupid. But then I also, like, right, there's a lot of Friends stuff for some reason, which I've always hated Friends. So there's a Caitlyn Jenner thing right now. Um, I guess it's just sort of random stuff. But a Gwyneth Paltrow. And then just, like, these mortifying, like, a lot of, like, really toxic, like, calorie things of, like, ice cream. Mm -hmm. This ice cream, like. 105 calories like just like a list i'm just like doing random things or like how to eat more for less that brian's showing me his explore page there's a guy working just guys out frantically working out on explore page with like american flags in the background i mean mine is like here's my i'm gonna hold mine up for brian but i don't know there's like oh, yeah. jennifer aniston there's sure. a guy trying to show you to eat some kind of cheese there's a weird orange caitlin jenner calorie breakdowns of random things just like <laughs> a peek inside my dark twisted mind so what but goop one showed up on your explore page okay there was a clip from oprah from like i would say 17 years ago do you know where i'm going with this the guest no. was paltrow okay Gwyneth had that total, like, I don't know, early 2000s, like, blow dry, like, blowout. Mm -hmm. She had more body than we're used to seeing now. And she was telling Oprah why she decided to name her daughter Apple, oh, which I, I didn't really, I've always been curious about. I don't think I've ever seen this clip. I had never seen it. Yeah. And this was like during the time that I was like watching Oprah. Sure. She said it was because her daddy, which is what she said, referring to Apple, said if she's a girl, we should name her Apple. That's what Chris said to Gwyneth. And oh. as soon as she heard that, she loved it because it sounded so crisp and clean or crisp and fresh 
And then Oprah chimed in and said, clean. And she said, yes, it's just so clean and so pretty and so lovely. And it's also biblical, which I thought because. was weird because like, it's not, it's biblical, but well, it's debate. It's the fruit of knowledge or whatever. Some people think it's an apple, but it's like what the devil, I mean, it's, is that, isn't it kind of like bad in the Bible? I don't know. I don't really understand. Yeah. It's a source of, it's a, it's a source of temptation as far as, I mean, I'm no biblical scholar, but um, I mean, it would, yeah, it's like naming your child serpent. Man's or, original sin <laughs> is like Eve taking a bite of the apple and like from the tree of knowledge and like learning that she's naked and covering herself with shame. Yeah. Anyway. And so, so it was just so it was just Chris's suggestion. Anyway, it was Chris's suggestion and she said and then she named her she did it and then she she said it was like this source of like international backlash that she couldn't understand, which I was like, yeah, they have been put, putting Gwyneth through this for a long time. It's sort of what, cause it was one of the, I felt like the original of that generation like baby names that were crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, no one would think twice about it. Well, Apple is less weird than like some of the other, well, I don't know. Are they still doing weird names? I think it's gone back to Elon now. Elon Musk's kids was, name was just going to like numbers or something. Yeah. That's weird. But like most, I feel like most new mother, like celebrity mothers are doing more like trad names now. I think it's gone back, swung in the other direction. Yeah. Um, Elon, I mean, did you see, <laughs> sorry, this is a tangent, Grimes's uh, little TikTok about utopian communism and how ai will actually help bring about no, it no i saw that it was out there and i thought i don't need to see this you don't <laughs> i don't want to watch this why would i just to think it's bad i know i already know i don't want to see it she's very pretty i like i mean i still grimes is a deeply disturbed individual but i i, I do think she's extremely pretty well at least she's got that going for her yeah. um but Gwyneth also said that she thought it was weird that people cared because people named their kids um, like Rose and June and um, she said other pretty nouns. So why not Apple? It's true. I mean, every name starts as something else pretty much. And then it yeah. becomes eventually through repetition, people naming their kids that then it becomes a name. So I don't know that Apple is uh has taken off like like rose or violet or is there another fruit plum is i mean i plum is sort of lily. a name lily yeah Daisy. flowers i feel like more than fruit jasmine of course um hyacinth for the bbc heads out there yeah yeah i mean british british people are definitely apt to call their babies plant names more so maybe that's part of the reason fern. Chris, oh fern i like that name fern um willow there's a lot i could go on and on um but my name means virginal lamb of god my name means i think strength or strong or something strong and strength something like that yeah brian it's like i will punch you (laughs) or something you your name is like just like clap like your name never got super popular amongst our generation so it feels pretty unique it's unique whereas my name is like literally the most popular name of our generation it's very popular yeah very yeah but but it's like 
not it's very of our generation because i don't think people our age name their kids brian so no no it's it's gonna i mean it's it's gonna turn into you know the lindas and the karens yeah the brian's yeah. yeah but at least yeah it's nice to have a name that will like is always sort of out of time i guess i don't have to yeah i used to really hate my name but now i like love it i could see i mean as a kid i could see you know did, did you always go by aggie or did you go by agnes when you were little well, I went by Agnes in elementary school and then I hated it so much. I got a book of names of Nick and I found the nickname section mm. like, yeah. that listed all of them. And the nickname for Agnes, one of them was Nesta. Oh, that's cute. And so I went by Nesta in like seventh and eighth grade when I went like the two year, random years that I went to this like weird school and that not a weird school, just like a public school. I like wanted to go, whatever. It doesn't matter. I went to for middle school. And then when I went to high school, I was like, okay, Nesta is like a bit much, but everybody, like my family called me Aggie. It was like a nick, mm. like they like interchangeably with Agnes. It was just sort of like a short, they would just like sometimes call me that. So I just said, I'm just going to go go do it and say Aggie. And then it just kind of never, I never stopped, but I keep wanting to make the transition back to Agnes. And it's just, it's hard because people just call you something else. And it's yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, if you started doing it, like, professionally, mm -hmm. like, in, you know, when writing correspondence or anything you have to sign your name, then I think you might slowly be able to do it. But yeah, the people that know know you, it'll be tough. Which I wouldn't expect. Yeah. I had a friend who went by their middle name when I was, when we were younger, and then changed to their first name. And it, this was a million years ago. We're, like, in our late 30s now. And this was, we were, we became friends in high school. And I still struggle to call them by their name oh sure like, yeah it's just hard but anyway this is neither here nor there um but now we finally know the apple origin story yes um all right and that was my best because i mean education is always gonna be the most important thing and i learned something and the algorithm uh is actually teaching you something and knows what you're interested in which we learned from each other. Yeah. And I guess I don't, yeah, I'm my algorithm. I mean, like I said, I don't know where it's getting it. I don't know if I'm half sleepingly looking at bodybuilders on Instagram before I go to bed and not remembering or what, but. Well, who, I mean, it's like a lot of the stuff I don't want to see, but when I see it, I click on it. Cause I'm just like, what is this? And it's they like know. really disgusting, but it's not stuff I search. It's just stuff that they're like, look at this. And I'm like, yeah. fine. And then I'm like, I don't want it, but it's there. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. Uh, okay. So my best is actually, I have to give it up for them. The 12 recipes to get you out of a weeknight dinner rut. I'm surprised. I thought you were, I didn't think you were going to like this one. I, I mean, maybe my, my expectations have been lowered so much in the last several weeks with their food content, but I just, I thought that and again, like, this is not perfect. These are not new recipes. These are like recipes right. culled from previous things, but I thought, with it. yeah, like I wish, I wish that they would do new ones, but these did seem, I, I think because I am in a weeknight dinner rut, I'm in the thick of a weeknight dinner rut. This mm -hmm. did give me a little bit of inspiration and I feel like they're rounding the turn and slowly maybe getting on the right, the right path with these recipes. Yeah. I mean, see, I was very surprised because, you know, I really didn't think that you were going to respond to a, these reposts, especially a lot of these things are things 
that we've seen quite a bit. I'm thinking specifically about the lemony pan roasted chicken five with carrots. Yeah, I know we've seen it a million times. It looks good though. The chickpea kale curry, which those are really old. I mean, these, this chickpea kale curry is like, I mean, I'm going to say it's three years old, maybe more. Was this, was this chickpea kale curry before the Allison Roman stew even, you think? Or is it in response to Allison Roman stew? I think it was in response. I think it was the year the stew came out. They made a detox version of it or something like that. But they didn't, they didn't officially say that's what they were doing. Of course not. That was what they were doing. So maybe two years, however old the stew is. I don't know. And you're, you're right. The, the lemony pan chicken, pan roasted chicken thighs with carrots has been in the rotation for years, but it always, I, I still have never made it. it. Always looks really good. Um, a couple, well, you're going to talk about the, the sandwich one, which looks good. And then there's another one. I'm not. The, oh, you're not. No, it was just, I, it's not on my list. I just had opinions about it, but I knew you were going to talk about it. So I just held back till now. It looks tasty to me. I know, but do you have to make that bread thing yourself? Uh, I actually didn't click on click on the recipe. I can't imagine that they're going to make, I mean, it's definitely not a, a weeknight dinner recipe if you're making your own flatbread. No. Um, yeah, see, that was the other thing. I didn't think it was like easy to find this recipe from the whatever. Oh, interesting. Like you use pizza dough. And so you do bake it, but you don't actually make the dough. Oh, see, that's, that is weeknight. That sounds good. Maybe um, I'll make it. The the caponata tui pasta looks good. It's like a combination of caponata and ratatouille, obviously. Mm. Um, what else? The black and black and trout. Um, the chicken lard bowl with coconut rice. I think I'm just in. I'm in such a. I think because like I'm my my job. I have like a more regular work schedule, and it like lasts longer into the afternoon. So the last month or so I've just been slacking off on cooking and I do I feel like I do need to maybe get back into like some some mindful meal prep that I wasn't doing during the pandemic because I had so much time on my hands yeah I pre-made a bunch of my favorite I think I talked about them last week because I've been planning it but those black those vegan black vegan burgers from yeah vegan for everybody okay they're like um you like grind up black beans with tortilla chips. Oh, you did say, yeah, I definitely want to try this. This sounds really good. It's really good. Yeah. You put like scallions and cilantro in it and they're vegan and they are really like crispy and flavorful. Good. Um, but yeah, I, I think I would love if goop like once, I, I mean, I'd love it if they did it every week of just like highlighting a few weeknight recipes. And then if, you know, if possible, do a new one, do one. How about one a month, one new one a month? Is that too much to ask? I don't think so. I mean, there are entire magazines dedicated to like weekly recipes. They should be able to do it. It's not that hard. Like they have a full staff that's job it is to create recipes. And like, and the, I, I do think these recipes, and this is part of the reason why it was on my best. They're, they're old. Yes. Some of them, might not taste very good, but they are, they do seem to hit that, that goop sweet spot of we're doing trendy ingredients, but we're really focusing on health and, and like, you know, watching what we eat, quote unquote. And yeah. like that sort of, cause like, you know, Bon Appetit or Food 52, 
mo- almost most of, like almost all the time they're not these are not like health recipes these are like pretty they're indulgent really recipes. and they're very and even the ones that they say are like healthy or whatever are just they're extremely high calorie they yeah, just are they and are. like i i don't know but it's like i can't eat i can't do that yeah i love doing that and i do do it too often but i shouldn't and like and then on the other end of the spectrum you have you know cooking light and whatever which are just it's just like disgusting and like and anyone who's into it. food would yeah would be would like commit suicide if they tried one of these recipes so yeah. I, th- I mean, this, this is obviously the goop sweet spot is figuring out how to combine the health trend and the foodie trend and making it delicious and light. So you, you know, don't feel like you have a rock in your stomach when you go to bed that night. And I think for the most part, these 12 weeknight dishes exemplify what's good about goop recipes. So I just want them to continue going in this direction. I agree. But yeah, write new recipes. Caitlin and everyone who works for Caitlin, I know you're listening. Get to work. Get to work. <laughs> All right. What's your worst? The vacation shop. Oh. I found this to be very depressing. I'm ready to buy some shorts. I'm thinking about shorts. I'm thinking about summer. I'm thinking, I'm getting all excited. I go outside. I see other people wearing shorts. I'm like, why isn't that me? Where are my shorts? I don't know. They're under my bed, I think, in my like little, in my stowaway clothes area. But I want to dress summery. I'd like to get a new bathing suit. I click this link. And I am just not into this stuff that they have on that. I just do not like it at all. The, so wait, wait, they have like bathing suits and I'm trying to yeah. pull this one up. So the vacation shop now open for business. Okay. So whatever, there's like some shorts and a top, whatever. Fine, fine, fine. My real problem is with the bathing suits. These are the type, this style, which I don't really know what to call it. It's like harsh lines straight lines and like very like athletic i i think it what's what some people might consider to be like sleek yeah it's athletic but it's also very like modern dancey very modern yeah this is the exact style that i used to as a kid look at with horror and think of how gross it was going to be to be an adult because they dressed so bad <laughs> like they didn't get to wear like f- like you know frilly sparkly yeah. things they had to wear like these like sleek lines and they thought they looked so great and i just thought it all looked so boring and goop usually doesn't goop is pretty has like a, a pretty like eclectic mix of like textures and silhouettes and things like that but I mean, I pretty much hate, well, there's this one that's from a different brand, Jade Swim. There's like a, like a cobalt blue one piece. That's kind of cute. But for the most part, these bathing suits are just, oof, they just make me sad. Like, I don't know how to explain it. They just look like something a pervert would wear. And they're, it's not to say that they are like too like revealing or something. It's just the vibe. It's like a, it's like an adult pervert yeah yeah i mean there's this one brand that i'm looking at hate that's is, the brand that's bad there's one that's like literally a tube top mm-hmm. 
And then there's one that has one sleeve that looks mm-hmm. insane. I mm-hmm. like are is are so are one piece swimsuits just back in for women now? Because I feel like for almost our adult lives, unless you were like an older woman, like most you would wear a two piece, yeah. Or am I crazy? Um, I always wear a one piece. one piece. I think you could wear both. I just feel better in a. I usually wear a one piece, but there's a bikini on here. There's a. There, yeah, there's a couple. I think that I don't. I don't know. Oh, what about the jade? The jade swim all in one piece. The like bright sort of cerulean one. That yeah, that's pretty. the one that I was saying. There's like this was the blue one that oh, I found. Yeah, cool ball, yeah. That one is cute, but I I'm just really not into. I don't like any of these sandals i don't really like these sundresses i very much do not like this electric and rose lucille romper which looks like something you would get from target and should not be on here what is this yeah that's wait scroll down on the left there's like i guess it's like a unisex like hawaiian shirt slash short shorts combo called the cuban set yeah what is going on with this is this this is for a woman it looks like it's for a little boy (laughs) yeah i mean i think it's cute but it's like it's in dempsey yeah i i would wear i mean i would wear it but yeah uh, it's an that's an interesting look for i mean hey you know gender's a a spectrum but i guess i guess yeah it definitely looks like um not for a woman um yeah, these are all, I, I sort of feel that way about this like Terry jumpsuit. Although I am currently, as I record this, wearing a Terry jumpsuit, but I didn't get it from Goop. I got it from like H&M and it was like $6 and it's a tragedy. <laughs> like, why is it on here? Yeah, Ugh. I'll, you're, you're right. These, I don't know. I, I like always wear shorts anyway. So I don't really have like a specific summer wardrobe. <laughs> I just feel like it just doesn't, this doesn't, I do you know what this says to me? This feels like they're trying to strike a balance where they're saying it's summertime, but they're also saying we're just getting out of the pandemic and people are like broke and upset and we don't want to flaunt like wealth. So it's this like streamlined, pared mm. down sort of style that's very bland. And it's just depressing. It's not what I it doesn't say vacation to me. It just says like I just like silent solitude yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna enjoy being wealthy we're gonna you know self-flagellate we're gonna go on vacation and we're gonna wear bathing suits but they're not gonna be nice they're gonna be beige and they're gonna be extremely severe and we're gonna hate it the the worst thing on this whole page i think now that i'm looking at everything is the natalie martin stella dress that says it's exclusive that look literally looks like a nightgown like a tie-dye blue and white nightgown hang on there's like a couple oh this one yeah yeah like that looks like it looks like something i would buy and hate honestly <laughs> like a hospital gown almost like or, like you're in gown. an asylum and this is what they're forcing it's depressing. you to wear it's really depressing yeah right before your lobotomy yeah this does not look like something you want to i mean maybe something you like throw on over your bathing suit when you walk down to the beach because you don't care if it gets mm. like washed away in the ocean and you never see it again but not something you would want to like put on yeah it Mm. looks like it looks like you're going to an asylum no thanks these things are Mm. not good for me these are bad for 
for my heart and for my mind. Yeah. Um, when you said the vacation was your worst, I thought you were going to talk about uh, Allie's trip to Hawaii. Did you read that article? No, what happened? Was that oh, on she, your list? No, it, no, I just, it got me angry because it looked fun. And then I, it's like in, you know, collaboration with this new fancy hotel on the big island. So she got a free stay at this hotel. And, and then I looked at the prices and it's like $1,500 a night. So <sighs> it was just like one of those frustrating goop experiences where I can't even imagine, like, I can't even pretend to imagine to that I'm going to be doing this anytime soon. Yeah. Where it's like, why are you even telling me about yeah. this? I'm not ever like, doing it. So $1,500. I mean, it looked nice, but there's a lot of nice hotels in Hawaii. <laughs> like I, I, the whole thing, I was just like, this is, this is crazy. I mean, do you ever need to spend that? I mean, I guess for some people, $1,500 is like not anything. I it's guess. Like, there must be people where like that is the same as spending like four hundred dollars. Like yeah. it doesn't make that big of a difference to them. Yeah, when, I'm not one of those people at all. When we went on our honeymoon, we splurged for. We mostly stayed in like an Airbnb, but like for like two or three nights, we splurged and stayed in a hotel that was like four hundred dollars a night, and it was like so glorious. Nice. And I can't yeah. imagine anything's better than that. But I guess. I don't, I can't imagine that either. I mean, like, unless you're getting like a private, like cabana or something or yeah. like a private, like bungalow. I know. Oh, Hawaii. I know. What a place. What a place. What All right. I my doing? worst. Oh yeah. My worst. It's just sort of, I guess it has to do with me, but it's also goop. I really need Goop to be comprehensive if they're doing new articles to please put them on the emails because now that your website is such a piece of shit, I can't see all the new articles on the website. I expect those email newsletters to be comprehensive. And okay. there were, and now their Instagram, they're linking to articles that aren't on the newsletters and it's like freaking me out because I'm thinking, am I missing stuff? Or are you just linking to old articles? I don't know. I don't know what the answer to this is. I don't know either. Because they linked on the Instagram just like two days ago, they linked to this thing called what research tells us about diet and depression. Mm -hmm. And it, this is also like a, I mean, whatever. It's like a, it's like a very traditional goop article where they're talking, she's, you know, it's some PhD who is saying obviously diet and depression are linked and everyone should be on the Mediterranean diet and processed food causes depression. But obviously she's not telling anyone not to be on SSRIs or like not go to therapy. It's all part of a process, blah, blah, blah. But then she sort of is telling you, Hey guys, it's about your food. Mm -hmm. And I just want, like, if this is a new article and I've read thousands of these articles now, so I have no idea if this is, if I've read this before or not, but if I, like if you're linking to it on the Instagram, put it in the newsletters. Cause I don't need, I don't need to like have to check a million different sources every week. Right. 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 That's, that's my it's rant. Too much. It's, it's, it's too, too much. much. And like, fine. If you're going to link to everything on your Instagram, that's great. Cause then I could just not pay attention to my emails and do all of my research just on Instagram, but you're not doing that either. Yeah. You really consider this to be research, huh? I mean, yeah, that's what I tell myself. It's work. It's labor. It is. It is labor. It is, it's a labor of love. Uh, all right. What's your uh, craziest or saddest? My craziest is, oh, I mean, I don't know if it was that crazy, 
but you know, it might've just been the same old, same old goop stuff, but I really do feel like this supplements article was just, I mean, it's like, it, it wasn't shocking for a goop piece, but I was not impressed with it. The best way to take my supplements and when, first of all, there's a new goop person. I don't think I've seen this person. Denise Johnson, Goop's senior science editor. It, yeah, she, I, I feel like we've, I don't, we've definitely not had an Ask Denise before. No. I've seen her name. And this is, I think, a couple months ago when I was worried Gerda was being pushed out. I think it's because of this Denise lady. Right. But she, but supposedly Gerda and her are working in harmony and Denise is the senior science editor. And then Gerda, I believe, has a slightly different title. But I, I mean, and it's great. Like if you're, if you need two scientists on staff, God bless you. And this Denise looks like a lovely lady, but uh, I, I, yeah, I really don't understand the difference between what she does and what Gerda does. I don't know what she does either. She's also working on Goop PhD and someone emailed her and said, is there a certain time of day to take my vitamins and supplements? And I just, I believe that vitamins and supplements are, are really, really overrated. I don't really think we need to take them at all in the, for the most part, except for like the only one anyone's ever take a doctor has ever actually told me to take was calcium and vitamin D. Those mm-hmm. are the only two. I think that this supplement stuff is too much. Um, and she says, if you're still deciding which supplements are best for you with your doctor, consider your unique diet, lifestyle, and health. Um, because they're a way to avoid n- nutritional gaps where your diet falls short. The, it's just, to me, this like really starts like open a lot of like orthorexia windows that I don't want to climb through. And I just like, it stresses me out a lot. And I just, I can't deal with the supplements. I just, I can't even start with the supplements because I hate supplements. I under you're, I'm sure. Right. And you agree with, you know, John Gunter who's against supplements, but goop isn't obviously in the business of selling supplements. Oh yeah. Selling and just like in general saying that they're good. But I just thought this, I mean, maybe if you're new to taking supplements, there'd be some information in this, but like I, I, and you're, again, I'm probably wasting so much money buying supplements, but I am definitely a supplement taker. Yeah. And I know, I just, like, after you start taking them, you just know when you, you should take them. So I'll do, you know, in the morning, after, like, right after breakfast, I take my fish oil, my vitamin D, my vitamin C, my uh, DHEA, which is anti-aging, um, and then my prescription cholesterol medicine. And then at night, I take more fish oil, my magnesium, and my melatonin. Yeah. And, I mean, that's a lot. I just a lot. like, yeah. I just like, I don't want to think about it. Taking your multis in the morning, taking vitamin D in the afternoon may provide better absorption. I mean, I definitely forget to take my vitamin D all the time. Yeah. And I do have a little like biotin gummy that I take sometimes when I remember. Okay. Oh, I also took a perfect attendance today. How's that? 
I love them. They taste good. They're it's that um it's that elderberry flavor. They're really tasty. Yeah, it's like a starburst. Yeah. Oh, I also took a, a vitamin B twelve um, uh, the one that you put on your tongue. Once when I went to the dentist, they were like, "We're gonna knock you out and give you an IV drip, and if you want for an extra like fifty bucks, we'll put like a B twelve drip in oh, it. Yeah. So we'll give you a." And I was like, "Yes, I'll take it." I've heard those B12 shots are great. I've never actually taken one. It might have just been a shot. I don't know. I think maybe they put in the IV. I don't know what they did. I was like, give me whatever you want. I was like, inject <laughs> me. I don't care. I'll be passed out. Shoot me up with all of it. And they were like, okay. They probably didn't give me anything. They probably just put it on the bill. Yeah. But I, I do think like two, two vitamin or supplement regimens a day is a lot. Three, yeah. like to do an afternoon one, if you're also doing a morning and a night one, is too much i'm not gonna do that too much i agree i just was like i don't want to start sitting around thinking i mean i'm already like there's like a never-ending amount of supplements you could take of course just like when do you stop and why yeah because like there's so i mean well it's like just the there's like the normal ones and then it's like the ones that if you're really getting into like like bodybuilding like there's a lot of like very specific ones um for like bodybuilding and stuff that i just obviously don't get into yeah, I can't deal with it. Anyway, this was my worst or my yeah. craziest. I was just like not into it. What was yours? My craziest were some of the items on the 60% off goop sale. Okay, like what? Which, or I mean, guys, if you don't know, there's a 60% off goop sale. So browse it. Maybe you'll find stuff that you like. But there were just some real tragic odds and ends on the 60% off sale. There was, there was a Slovenian cookbook. It was like tales okay. from my Slovenian kitchen, which I'm sure it's great food, but it's obviously not going to be a bestseller. Right. There was Valerie Jarrett's memoir. Okay. Which is like so 2011 or whatever. So cute. Yeah. Um, there was Busy Phillips's memoir, which I was like another. Oof. Oh, that I remember. That wasn't that one supposed to be. No, wait. Remember, she was like really hot for a minute. She's always very hot. She was going to get a show. She does have a show. She's on Girls Five Eva. Oh, she had a um, she had a talk show on like E. For, talk show. Yes, she did for like a season, and then it got canceled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's someone I I like, but I definitely don't need to read her story. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of Vic, Victoria Beckham clothes on the sale, um, which are still so expensive. It's like more expensive than G Label. I I get Victoria Beckham. I think is obviously like a fashion icon, but she never. It seems like a very like she doesn't seem particularly like upscale to me, in her, but I don't I don't know what I'm talking about. But it just seems crazy that her clothes are that expensive. Yeah, to me that sounds like a um something that would be at like um like Kohl's or something. Yeah, yeah, Victoria Beckham for Kohl's. Yeah, but these things are still um you know like there's a like a caftan for seven hundred dollars. It also seems outdated. Like her style, I feel like she's very of the like super skinny like rachel zoe big sunglasses i'm gonna wear like a tent but i weigh 85 pounds yeah and i think that is just like not what people are in like that's not what's like stylish now do you think people in their 20s even know who she is i can't i mean they would know who she is through like the tabloids i guess or like knowing that she's a famous person but i don't i don't think they have i i would I think they would still know who Victoria. I don't think they would know who she is. Maybe not. Maybe not. I think that there are a lot. I I would think. I bet you that if you at, if you went to like a random high school and you said who is Victoria Beckham, 
Like, yeah, they wouldn't know. They would not know. That would be like someone asking us who's like. We uh, don't know. I don't know. Like whoever is like the fourth most famous person on Dynasty. Yeah, exactly. Like they don't know who that is, yeah. even though she. I mean, yeah. Well, maybe they had a because they do like nostalgia, so it's possible that they were getting all excited about the Spice Girls. But I think even that is kind of over. I don't. I don't think the Spice. I mean, I think the Spice Girls have a lot of nostalgia for people that are our age that were really into them when they were like in middle school or whatever. But I don't think the Spice Girls have gotten that young like the the nostalgia like ironic yeah like i i I think because i think that music is so it it's just not it's yeah it's bad it's not cool like it's not cool 90s music it's like really bad so i just i I think kids are just like too savvy nowadays to like like that stuff right i think you're probably right yeah um it's like i mean it it was terrible i was always like a couple years too old for it anyway so i always thought it was sort of terrible you're probably right in the sweet spot for it i was in the sweet i was pretty into it yeah um but like do do teenagers know who like the olsen twins are or do they only know them as like wandavision's crazy older sisters they probably just think that yeah they're like these old hags (laughs) (laughs) they are i mean they're the greatest old hags in the world and they're only in their mid-30s but i love them but like yeah Yeah, they definitely are i know i can't i hope i live long enough to see them get old i mean you're looking at it like i don't know how they could look any old i mean i want to see them at 70 i know and then Uh, i'll write a piece called the olsen twins at 70 perfect just Yeah. yeah start working on it now i will um what else oh this one there's a i didn't even know this existed until now there's a pegan t-shirt a will cole pegan t-shirt that just says pegan on it how dare he <laughs> yeah and it's a uh, it's on sale for like 20 bucks oh my god did um, you see jen gunter was going after them one of them on twitter like she sometimes she'll like oh, she, confront these doctors like I know. out of nowhere I can't remember which one it was, but she was going on about uh, a hymen is the one that she really hates. I think I really hate hymen. hymen See, that's the that's what I hate the most about Jen Gunter is like how much I agree with every single thing, and like (laughs) I agree with her. I think Mark Hyman is like probably the worst of the worst because he's he's the most established. He's the one that started the the Cleveland Cleveland Clinic, right? He's he's the one that trained. He's the 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 Matt Besser of of integrative medicine. Exactly. Yeah, and like I. I don't want to say who the Will Cole is because oh God, only you of, would know. Oh. There's a lot of Will Coles around. There are um, a lot of Will Coles, yeah. Then we got, oh, we got a California Dreamin' Monopoly set that's on sale for the low, low price of $180 down from oh like $220, which is like some designer. It just seems like, I don't know, it's a Monopoly, but all the streets are from LA. And so it costs sure. 10 times as much. I have no idea. You could like get a pair of shoes on this sale for that mm. price. And then Goop. So this is, I think, the last remnant of the old regime. Goop by Juice Beauty Eye Cream is deeply on sale if anyone wants it. You'll never see it again. Uh, I imagine they are, I'm sure, concocting their own Goop not by Juice Beauty Eye Cream. Which will... Yeah, I think think Juice Beauty is done. Thrown thrown in the trash, yeah. Oh, you can get a full blush puzzle a goop jigsaw puzzle for only $14 yeah some of these books uh, Evan Funke's pasta cookbook is on sale 
I mean, it's just, uh, there's a, you can get a power cable for some reason on Goop. <laughs> yeah, why would you? I don't, what is this cable? I have no idea. For 10 bucks, you can get a, yeah, so I guess it's worth it. <laughs> um, it's a power cable. It's a, yeah, I think they're just, they're just literally cleaning out their warehouse. This hardly warrants an explanation, but here's one anyway. This lightning to USB-C cable is your phone's lifeline. Literally, we're big fans of the extended link, which is particularly convenient for texting in bed, reaching the car charger from the backseat, recharging over a stranger's bag while plugging it in at the airport, dot, dot, dot. They didn't bother finishing that thought. Yeah, it's like we know what a power cable is. What the hell is this? Why is this on here? Whoa, did you scroll down a little further to these headbands? These are like the most ugly things I've ever seen in my yeah, life. Yeah, I saw the headbands. Are those Victoria Beckham? <laughs> no, they're, it's a brand called Autumn Adagibo and they're beaded headbands. They were 195, they're down to 117 and they, I mean, they look like shit. Yeah, they're really gross. I'm not into those. They're like, have like rhinestones all over them Yeah. or something. Those thick ones, right? I clicked away, yeah. but that's what it is, right? Yeah, oh. yeah. And then there's all these bodysuits that like yeah and the bodysuits are i'm kind of i feel like the you know bodysuits i don't know they're great i love them forever yeah pegan tea it was 55 can you 55 dollars originally for a plain white tea with pegan now down yeah, you to know why <laughs> why because of us fucking greedy that's why oh i think it's because they saw our cool t-shirts that we made and they were like we need we can't completely copy them but we have to make other stupid t-shirts with stupid sayings on them Again. there's also one called cold shower what's that i guess it's in reference to wim hof oh it's like no a, where are you seeing these i'm looking all over this thing for it's it. further down it's like Google? past the past the jumpsuits past the bodysuits oh so you're just on so you like went in this and you're just doing like sale okay yeah so yeah like i'm just looking at sale. the everything yeah the sale I have to go down, 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 down. down yeah, down. it goes. the The very last thing they have is the the Goop by Juice Beauty eye cream, which is still seventy two dollars. It's not sixty percent off. Okay, so if I keep scrolling down, I'm Event- past bathing suits, past these like weird trousers. Oh, Pegan, here it is. Yeah, Pegan, and then below cold that shower. is cold shower. Wild stuff. Burr. Burr. Um, yeah, so you can get your your t-shirts, you get your power cables, your disgusting headbands, your Victoria Beckham moo-moos, um, and your Slovenian cookbooks and your board games all in one place. Yeah. Sounds Finding my voice, Valerie Jarrett, $13. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I'm sure she's a lovely person. It's just very funny. Well, I guess it was featured on here or something. Yeah, I think she... I mean, she made the rounds when she wrote it. The cheapest thing on here is a $6 bottle of Genexa Jet Lag RX <gasps> homeopathic jet lag medication. Six bucks? Yeah. Not bad. Hey, Low Rocks, the Low Rocks, Lauren Roxborough uh, Dome is $11. $11. Oh, man. She's, she's fucking sheep in New Zealand, and, and they're just and, getting rid of everything. Yeah, they are, like, really, like torching the memory of her eleven dollars that's really eleven dollars that is i mean that's although i don't know what they are and you get two of them yeah two is better than that's one less than six dollars per dome oh my god they look, the like, they look like uh spiky tits yeah exactly 
starting to freak you out. Um, all right, let's uh, move on. What would you okay. try? Well, I don't really know what it is, but I was sort of intrigued by this new hair. My hair is a constant problem in my life. I have bad hair. I have dry hair. It's frizzy. It's fucked up. I would try this Rahua shampoo and conditioner. Why? Don't know. Just because I bet it why smells not? really good. And it's, I just need something that's going to like make my hair look good. And look at all this cool stuff they have. Like, oh, this isn't by the same brand, but it's like in the same piece. You can get like a weird like scalp comb, mm. fortifying hair serum, this really scary looking hairbrush that looks like a torture device. Um, I feel like I need to invest in like a really expensive hairbrush, like this Philip B $190 paddle brush. I just, I want to like really put some money into like hair products, but I'm not and, going to, but I would love to. And the Rahua products are, I mean, they're not cheap, but they're not crazy. They're $34, they're crazy. $34 they're for totally, shampoo, 36 for the conditioner. Yeah. They're totally reasonable. Um, And like the picture are those jasmine flowers what is or like it looks it seems like it will smell floral. on which one um just the on the in the newsletter the main picture that they have with the Rahua. it's against a backdrop of little white flowers they're not it's oh, not yeah. jasmine i don't know what it is maybe oh that would be nice it says, oh it looks like that like baby's breath that just like comes in a they put roses. it says Rahua lavender and eucalyptus oil so it's it's like a clean yeah interesting um okay here's what i would try okay and you'll notice if you listened carefully to our discussion of those 12 recipes there was one i didn't mention and that was because i was waiting for this moment oh my god wow um i would try dun da 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 the roasted veggies with a black pepper sauce that sounds good it sounds really good yeah it's so and okay so it's 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 roasted it's cauliflower cabbage um with like you know garlic ginger blah 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 and then a, just a shit ton of, of black pepper and that sounds very good but then it says that it's based on one of the original goop gp recipes for black pepper chicken. Mm. So I Googled that original recipe and this looks even better. The real, the black pepper chicken. Okay. Cause this one has, um, has a little bit of dark brown sugar, fish sauce. So it's like, I guess a little sort of Southeast Asian or Thai flavor, but with just a ton. I mean, I, I love black pepper so much. It's, it's just, and I have really like, I have some good, good telecherry from uh, Oaktown spice right now. Mm-hmm. so um and this these recipes both of them the chicken and the veggies are seem pretty simple they're not not too complicated so i could actually like do this on a on a weeknight yeah um sounds good it looks so, good yes see these you're right these are wait a second now wait a second this recipe is adapted from a 1998 edition of food and wine Wait, the, the black chicken, the black pepper chicken one? Oh, yeah. Adapted from Charles Fans. Interesting. 1998. Wow. They really, do you think that this is just something that. 
Gwyneth Paltrow like learned how to make and like has been sort of like passing off as her own for for however many years. Yeah, I think she. I I imagine she as a kid, like, because she. It says in the description of the recipe that this is like takeout, like Chinese takeout. But I Mm -hmm. and I. I don't know. I have you. I've never ordered black pepper chicken from Chinese takeout. I didn't even know that that was a thing. Is that a thing? No, but as soon as you said it, it sounded like Chinese food to me. Okay, so I guess Gwyneth has nostalgia for it, and then came across this food and wine recipe and started cooking it. And then when she started Goop, she's like, "Oh, I love this recipe." And then maybe she did, or maybe some. Well, they wouldn't have had a fact checker back then, so. No. Uh, but I can't. Yeah, so I guess she she knew or maybe it was who maybe charles fan charles fan might be some chef that has like one of those fancy like mr chow type restaurants in new york and maybe that's yeah well yeah or maybe he's like the tools guys of chefs oh he's slanted door in san francisco that makes sense that's um I've actually been there several times it's like a like sort of upscale vietnamese restaurant um right on the water and it's the type of place that Gwyneth would go if she had visited San Francisco. I see. Honestly, okay. the food there is like fine, but it's pretty bland. Like it's, I don't, it's, I feel like it's not as good as like a real Vietnamese restaurant. Uh, but this recipe does look good. It's very nineties. It's like extremely of its time. It feels really nineties. Yeah. yeah. I would like to make this too. Maybe I'll make it too. Yeah, let's uh, let's both make it and talk let's about it. Let's both make it. I need to make more recipes as well. Mm-hmm. I would maybe do chicken thighs instead of chicken breasts, but I would keep it breasts. Chicken mm-hmm. thighs are too much for me. They're too intense. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. What's next? What would you? Uh, buy? What would you buy? Yeah. What would I buy? I would buy. Oh, I think I'm sorry. Boring. I just also the same thing. I would try the new hair care product. Oh, Not okay. very- thing but that was my try um there was an article called three ways to get the benefits of microderm abrasion at home and as everyone knows i have famously oily skin Mm -hmm. uh and i love you know i love the goop microdermics uh whatever microderm abrasion thing but this also recommends this article recommends a product called foaming scrub with ruby crystals for oily skin wow. by a company called gold Foden md okay. it's one of those like really expensive things that don't even it looks like they're trying to make it seem like a doctor prescribed it to you okay um it's 98 dollars. Okay. it's in a tub it's called doctor scrub advanced and uh it has obviously hyaluronic acid seaweed extract and red tea that penetrates skin for deep rejuvenation and it's a foam so it's not like a saint ives apricot scrub it's like i don't know it seems pretty cool that does sound really cool i'm i'm looking forward to it because i just got my last um frax frax fractal yesterday so you can see brian these horrific brown spots on my face that will hopefully kill oh yeah yeah and be gone soon. yeah well they get like darker and then they go away um after you get it but after like two weeks i can reintroduce my more my harsher skin treatments like my 
retinoids and my mm. exfoliating because I own literally the only product I've used on my skin for the last two months or longer three months has been uh like lubiderm or whatever it's called um the one that Jen Gunter puts on her vagina what's CeraVe. it called CeraVe I've used CeraVe gentle that's it all right and sunscreen so I'm ready to get some more intense yeah. stuff. But I do like the idea of only using that. It feels very natural and very like sweet. Yeah. I I've been doing because in the hot weather, my skin gets even more oily. So I've been doing retin A and then Vintner's daughter. Mm. Um, but then not putting like a like a face cream on top of the Vintner's daughter because it's like too much. Okay. I don't know. It's all trial and error. But maybe you should moisturize it. Well, I feel like the Vintner's daughter should moisturize it enough, right? Yeah, probably. Because if I put, I some if I don't put the Retin A on, then I'll do Vintner's daughter first, and then like my just oil of Olay face cream. But that gets, I wake up with like a full slick of garbage on my skin. Then I don't know. Oh, okay. Then yeah, don't do it. I like the Retin A because it really dries my skin out, which is what I need. Interesting. Yeah. My skin is really dry anyway. Well, I have like combination, I think, but mostly dry. Oh, my tea. What's it called? Your tea area? Tea zone -zone is like disgusting. Oh no, not your tea zone. (laughs) I hate when my tea zone gets disgusting. It's like, I mean, it's like, it feels like, uh, yeah, grease. It's just constant. It's just my skin produces so much oil. I don't know what to do. Oh, that's so interesting. Oh, what am I going to do? All right. Are we done? Yeah, I have to go. I have to go to work. I'm looking at a beautiful bird outdoor outside my window, sitting on a tree. Oh my God. Gorgeous. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, go to Patreon, sign up for extra content, go to Apple podcasts, give us a five-star rating or a nice review. We appreciate it. It helps people find the podcast. Yeah, it helps. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And we appreciate you listening. We will talk to you next week. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.